Ladies, gentlemen, and all sports fans of Calgary, welcome to your morning show. Sports, life, food, and everything else. This train rarely comes off the rails. We've got big guests, the best insiders, and all the breaking news you need. Boomer in the morning starts now. Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Is that your bike out there? No, it's not my bike. It's the one those uh, new bikes. I was going to say, what size? I haven't seen one of these. They're electric. It's Ooh. electric, Ooh. but it's uh, it's for rent. Anybody can go whip around in that thing or what? I guess you got to get some sort of a- an app and away you go yeah, if yeah. it's anything like the scooters. Look at that thing. Wow. It's fancy that. Kind of want to steal it. No. Can I just no. throw up my truck? Connor, mess. You, awesome. you gotta see this. You gotta see this. Oh. Whoa. Not a great day for a uh, a pedal though. No. Great weather for ducks the last few. That's about it. Yeah, for for a lot of things. Nothing flying much. Soup, sleeping. Yeah, I should have had soup yesterday. I don't know. What your kid that. feigning illness at school and you and ruining your day. What? So you gotta pick him up. What? Really? Yeah. He's really, uh, he's pushing the boundaries these days. You got to test mom and dad, eh? Well, and you got to test the school system. Yeah, you you got to test, test the principal. You got to test, you got to test everyone all the time, apparently. Yeah, you do. Yeah. So, you know what? I just, uh, wasn't, I'm not feeling that good. I think mm-hmm. it's probably best if my family come gets me and, uh, yeah, you maybe just watch cartoons all day and then go to probably school. probably go home. You should yeah. probably get out of here, eh? And then around three, he's like, you know, I'm feeling a bit better. I think I might be okay with a play date. Bouncing back. And then last night, you know, I really hope that doesn't happen again tomorrow because <laughs> I'm getting a little bit of a tickle tonight here at bedtime. Yeah. It's weird. Oh. Comes and goes, those things. This one is something. You, you can't control it. You really can't. Whew. That's good parenting, though. Good on you. Is it? Yeah. Good on you guys. Yeah. What? what is that? A lot of parents would have just said, no, suck it up. No, yeah, it was like, come get your kid from the school. Oh, yeah, there well, is that I'm, too, yeah. I'm here, and she's there, so emergency yeah. grandma call. Grandma comes in, saves the day, and then I'm like, you're napping with me today, you little turd. There's no TV anymore. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You showed him. That's right. Yeah. Oh, I feel better now. Let's let's go for a swim. No. <laughs> <laughs> Playing you like an instrument. This you know, kid already. You, you know which one? Yeah, well, yeah. I'm guessing. Oh, yeah. 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 It's Kaczynski. Well, you know, we started the show yesterday. Uh, it's funny how things go sometimes, and I always appreciate the listeners for uh, being a part of what we do. Mm. Um, without telling you what I'm... T- I'll just mention, did you know... Hey. Hey, did you know who is performing in concert this weekend at the Palace Theater in Calgary? It's got to be moist. It's moist. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't brought up the word or the band moist in years. Probably since J-Boy. Threw it out there yesterday just to kind of uh, give everybody the heebie-jeebies that don't like hearing the word moist. And then uh, into my mentions. Look at that Sunday. 7 till 10 p.m. Moist. Too bad you won't be around. Yeah, it's a shame. Sunday, yeah. too. I usually love going to moist concerts Sunday night. Especially on a Sunday, yeah. Wake up. Especially on a Sunday. I didn't know they were still doing things over there. Oh, yeah. It's a good venue. We used to announce our Fancy Pants uh, TV lineup there. That's right. It was incredibly cringy and awkward. One of the worst experiences we'd have every single year with uh, the people that employ us. Yeah, we did one. Because we're not the... TV people. We don't, we don't talk about TV lineups. And they're like, hey, you guys come in and uh, here's your scripts. And we're like, what? And they're like, yeah, please wear a suit. What? Do you guys know what we do here? What is it we're doing? <laughs> Ew. Yeah, I miss those days. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I sure do. Look at all this. They got a, they got a, they got a lot of things going on over there. Well, it's good for them. Yeah. Yeah, good for them. Who else is on the docket there? Uh, things you've heard of or not? N- some. I see that D Block and Stefan are are going to be playing its uh, rescheduled event. Right. Ooh, Stefan. Yeah. Oh, love that. Uh, the aforementioned Moist, the Whalers, not the Hartford Whalers. The, the other Bob guy. Marley Rogers and the Whalers. No, no. 
But I was, uh, I was looking uh, further on down the road here. Hanson, of course, Is of the... Mbop? I'm guessing it's of Mbop fame. Got some Orville Peck coming. Propagandi. Nice. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, nice. yeah. Bear Grylls. Really? What's that show going to be? So did you say Road Grill? <laughs> I love the nuts. That's, wow. They overlap that with a stamps game. I mean, you could really. Oh, <laughs> does that not look gorgeous? That's exactly what we want. All those spices stick to these nuts, spicy nuts. We're going nuts here. But first, we got to get some of these nuts going here. Right there is a beautiful little seasoning spice for our nuts. Look at the team. They're just going nuts back there. I love this road grill team. That's exactly where we're going to put our nuts. The nuts. <laughs> I like the nuts. <laughs> Very excited. Very tight shirt you're wearing. The answer was ball. Yeah. Um, now I don't want to blow blow anything away because I know oh. you've got uh, the Pinder report coming up, and I'm guessing it's a big part of the Pinder report today. Mm-hmm. But um, when I heard uh, somebody just texted me or sent me the word this morning, balls. Yeah. Um. I, so I don't want to. Big day in Philly yesterday. Man, I mean Al Morganti, our good friend of the show, our longtime friend, going to the Hockey Hall of Fame. Was he the Elmer Ferguson or something? He got the mm-hmm. uh, for being uh, a legendary sports writer, hockey writer, has covered the Flyers for years. So Had that's some a big lovely thing. comments on Twitter about it too, Al. Yeah, yeah, which is cool. Very cool. He's like, you know what, the city's special. It's amazing to be a part of this. This game special. You know the influence of Canada on the sports special. He just complimenting everyone on the way in. That's awesome. Yeah, that's a big thing. That's a huge thing. Your name's going to be in that building. For like the rest of the time? Look at that. Still hard to believe my name's going to be with uh, Didn't mention us, anything? No. Uh, and Boomer in the Morning? No. No. Didn't. But I mean, we're, no, we're I... Canadians, so. Yeah. That's, he mentions Canadians. So that's us. Basically. Um, but the, uh, the other news coming out of Philly yesterday oh? is, uh, sounds like they've maybe offered their head coaching job to a candidate. Yeah, and, and maybe more than maybe. Yeah, it sounds like, I mean, I don't want to jinx it, hmm? but it's sure, it's sure sounding like John Tortorella could be the next head coach of the Philadelphia Flyers. And you brought it, I mean, when we started talking, where are we going to get torts? Where are we going to put torts? We need torts back. Mm-hmm. We know what he kind of does. They bring him in. He's got to gonna give you some structure. Gonna We're going to work on our discipline. going to wear on you. going to get into shape. None of this nonsense on the Twitter. And I wasn't sure about his fit as a Flyer coach. But it sounds like we're gonna we're gonna get a taste of torts behind the bench in Philly of all places. Philly. There better be no information coming out of the locker room with that damn Twitter. It's just it's nothing but trouble. It's nothing but tr- yeah. So that's that's where we sit boys down social media clinic out of the gate and away we go. Tisk tisk. And we've it's really been quite a journey. You know, you got Brooksy in New York. They have some success. They've got Lundquist. Then he goes to Vancouver. It's a complete flame out. Essentially, you know, expedites Roberto Luongo's departure. Him staying a Canuck for life is off the table when he starts the backup at the, quote, outdoor game at BC Place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, it was a... It was very combative with the media in Vancouver. And, you know, Columbus is... a. You know, you're not in the spotlight like you are in Vancouver. It's not a Canadian market. You're going to be way down the sports section behind OSU football, all that. And it was only the it, it was only one year in Vancouver. Dude, we got we, pay- got we got cheated there. Five year deal. Five. We, I mean, and do we got, blame Hartley? Like six million out of that thing. I feel like we need to blame Bob on that because that whole I'm storming That's the right. dressing room yeah, thing that, happened. That was in there too. I wonder if that was... He doesn't like the way he does business. I don't like him. Somebody was noting that business. since the Bruins are you know in that conference and they need a coach, maybe they could bring in old uh, Bob Artley. Don't hear his name a whole lot in the... No, you don't. ...coaching circles. Well, it's like an old cat. Yeah. The, the KHL you do and the Latvian national team you do, but... He of Latvian descent? No. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
But in the NHL, no, you don't. Despite him winning a Jack Adams. Hmm. Yeah. So Torrance, a two-time Jack Adams award winner, once with the Tampa Bay Lightning and then once with the Columbus Blue Jackets. A 50-win season with Columbus in 16-17. He gets coach of the year. And then leaves. And now is back. And of all places in Philly where it runs hot all the time. Always earned, never given. Because I feel like it's different. New York, original six, it's the Rangers. But I feel like it's kind of a... Ah, oh, you know, if we got tickets to the game, we'll go to the game. Oh, we're gonna go. The Rangers win or lose. Oh, you, well, oh, the well, what? What did it, in Philly? It's the Flyers, and then it's the Flyers, and it's there's very little in the way of distraction. You've got a football team, obviously, in baseball and all of that, but I don't think they love their sport. If you go on a three or four game losing streak with the Rangers, you may not there be a whole chunk of that. No, oh, did they even? I think they noticed the four-game losing streak oh, against yeah, sure. the Lightning, but I think I understand your point. Generally speaking, in Game 57, Flyers yeah. fans are ready to throw batteries at opponents and people they don't like. They don't stand up. They, they won't tolerate it in Philly. And what uh, – so does he's got his work cut out for him, obviously. We talked to the Hockey Hall of Famer two days ago. Well, if they can get rid of James Van Riemsdyk, that'd be good. And I don't think they can get rid of Kevin Hayes, and he missed time last year because of that core muscle injury. And they should yeah. probably trade Konechny, and if they could get rid of Provorov, and, geez, they already signed Rist the line. And I don't know what boat Carter Hart, uh, he's got to, you know, turn things around. And uh, So you other than that. Uh, it, it, it doesn't sound totally dissimilar to where the Flames were uh, post-Jeff Ward. You had a lot of pieces that you thought should be better. You had a lot of guys having some of the worst years of their career. And you'd hope if you could add some structure, you might be able to, you know, see some serious turnaround in the standings. Correct me if I'm wrong. They had two 10-game losing streaks. That's correct, yeah. One with the Yo, our boy. Yeah. Yo. And uh, I think the other ended AV. Yo. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But to do that twice in one year. Oh, you got to be awful, yeah. Yeah. So they need structure. They need structure maybe more than any other team in the league. They're, they're, they're going to ruin Carter Hart. That's how bad their structure is. We talked to Kevin Woodley. He's just been throwing his hands up for two years. You're like, nobody gives up more lateral high danger chances than the Philadelphia Flyers. Welcome to the NHL, young man. Here's the weight of expectation in front of a decor that can't stop backdoor passes. Good luck. So this is their blue line. Like, did they trade away two guys at the deadline? Is this Ivan Provorov, mm-hmm. Rasmus Ristolainen, Travis Sanheim, mm-hmm. Ronnie Attard, Excuse me? Cam York, Nick Sealer. They're missing some bodies there. There's got to be, there, be other guys, right? Is there who am I? The hell's going on here? Well, they got a hurt uh, former Nashville Predator Ryan Ellis, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know where he's at. I don't either. I know that he played four games last year. That doesn't seem like a lot, Dean. It's not. Well, it's less than the eighty-two that they played. Are they keen on uh, bringing back Keith Yandel? Yeah, I don't think so. No, I think that's probably it. past uh, yeah. past due date. There. So they're in the market for uh, a little shopping on the back end there. Would seem like it. Oof. They moved Justin Braun at the deadline. Mm-hmm. Right? He was a part of that decor. They picked him up from San Jose. How do you feel about Chuck Fletcher? How well, do we feel about Chuck? I'd, if there's ever an opening in Edmonton, I'd I'd be helping yeah, okay, park the yeah. limo, whatever needs to be done. That's what I think about him. Yeah, I'm not sure about Chuck Fletcher. I just, yeah, I don't know. Well, and they kind of came after Hextall with the swords, and you're like, no. Mm. You go look at what Hextall inherited. They're capped out. You go look at his draft and development. They did pretty darn well. Aside from Nolan Patrick not panning out, I mean, I thought Hextall did a pretty damn good job there. No? No, I, I was fine with it. Yeah, I did. But he seems to be the villain there when you talk to the old guard. I almost wonder if there's behind-the-scenes stuff there. There 100% right? is. Like so, it's, so it's a big, faceless corporate owner, and they want, hey, Ron, what's our plans? Come tell the board. And he's like, I'm not telling eight people my plans. He, like, he was a very 
I, I want this tight. It's I'm not sharing my ideas with you. This is my job. I'm going to do it well. And he would have been there near the end of Ed Snyder's life, right? So that would have been hmm. that would be a very different Ed, relationship, right? Because right? Ed was yeah. the guy. That's right. I'm, that was the one person to report to, and now it's a board. I, I feel like they overlapped there at some point. Either way, but they, I mean, they hung on to, to Mike Yo. It felt like it, it felt like Alain Vigneault was a good hire. I Should thought that was a good hire at yeah. the time. Mm-hmm. I and you guess know what? it didn't work. I don't know how much that's on AV and how much is on the roster. And I don't know if Torts comes in and it doesn't work that it's going to be Torts' fault. Like, you just listed their blue line. What the hell's going on there? Yeah, I don't... Uh, you don't win with that. They're going to air left the Zad dog and Gutty in, or what? Feels like they're missing a third pair. And I'm, I'm not that familiar with their... System, but looking Prospects here, aren't good, apparently. Looking here at the names, I don't, not a lot of it's popping off the page uh, f- to me, at least as we sit here. They don't have five or six uh, kids ready to come knock your socks off. So the other, uh, the other wrinkle, which is why it came to my Twitter, because we're Calgary based, the question then becomes. So John Tortorella, taskmaster, hard mm-hmm. ass, red ass, mm-hmm. hollering, screaming, yelling, hard to play for. Does Johnny Gaudreau really want to be a part of that? Maybe this is great news for the Calgary Flames as the rumored destination, one of the uh, potential destinations that Suitors. Johnny would be Philadelphia Flyers. Maybe all of a sudden Johnny would be a little more sour on Philly than he would be otherwise. Uh, I don't know. I don't really buy that because he's had his best years here in Calgary under Taskmasters. I was going to say, I thought there was a guy here that he wasn't going to be able to mesh with and work with because he was a Taskmaster and a hard ass and a red ass and hard to play not gonna for. Fall. It's not going to work with this guy. Career year. He'll never play for him. Never. That's never going to. How can they coexist? Well, top five in scoring. Is that all right? Is that 115 points. Yeah, yeah, decent, that seems like it works. And even Hartley, the great success. And Peters is a little more demanding than Gullitson and Ward. I mean, his his worst years have been with softer coaches and some other things. Mm. See, I think there's being straightforward. And I think there's being a hard ass and hard to play for. I don't know that Daryl's hard to play for. I don't know that Tortorella is, though, either, to be honest. Tortorella is harder on the media than he is his players. People love playing for Torts. Just play. We talk to Corey Sarich all the time. He's like, I never had a problem with him. I, I came and I wanted to compete, and that's you know where you stand. You know what your job is. Go do it. So I don't think it has a huge bearing in any Johnny Gaudreau considerations. Mm. I don't either. And speaking of which, it was a big Gaudreau rumor day yesterday. Uh, it depends Ooh. on how much credibility you put in the source. That was the guy that uh, fought with me. Very long and hard about how hockey wouldn't work in Vegas. So if you're on that side of that with that guy, then is that right? Yeah, you can take those rumors. Mm. Dean Blundell, longtime Toronto radio personality, had on his Twitter yesterday that he was hearing Gaudreau had signed an eight-year deal at nine point five per. And rather than looking at cap implications, people started to scurry. Okay, well, who's Dean Blundell? Can we trust him? Do we? Do, who is this guy? Now he worked for our. Our station in Toronto for a period of time. Brief one. Uh, the Fan 590. He was, however, a long time kind of a shock jock, controversial. Yes, rock radio. He'd bring on uh, Tiger Woods pals from the uh, Applebee's or whatever and talk about things. He was very, very, if uh, it's racy and into the, ooh, this is, I can't turn this off. That was him. Yeah, he was a edgy rock shock radio jock. guy for sure. And made a lot of money and was very successful doing it. And then came to the fan and, you know, inside baseball. It was, well, we need a male audience. And he was fired from the rock station. Bring him in here. Maybe those listeners will come with we'll him. School and we'll him up s- on sports. Yeah. We'll put He's a, a guy. He likes sports. We just got to teach him a little more. We'll put a sports guy in there with them to kind of direct traffic and we'll just wait for the numbers to pour in. And they didn't. No. And he now subsequently is uh, doing his, he's got his uh, podcast network. He's doing podcasts, doing this sort of thing. And so I don't know. I, I very quickly went to, I, did, I didn't tweet in, in, even anything about it. 
No. Because it gives it credence. Not that I care about, I don't dislike Dean. I don't know Dean. I don't need to come out and say, well, who the F is this guy? It, it just, mm, well, I got a check. And uh, the text I got back was, that's news to me. Nah. From uh, a high-ranking official in the Flames front well, office. And the agent of Johnny Gaudreau did the exact same thing yeah. per some other reporters around town. So uh, it's hogwash. And I, I was actually, the, if you want to go inside baseball, that show with Dean, when they started it, they flew me out for a week and we did sort of fake shows for a while uh, just for the uh, Mucky Mucks as the audience to see how things sounded. They were yeah. trying out a bunch of different people for the show. And... Yeah, like he, he's he's a very talented broadcaster, nice enough guy, seems like a fun guy to be around, not super dialed on the sports, like didn't know who owned which teams in Toronto, kind of not schooled up, up enough, yeah. like famously got into the, you know, pointed MLSE when, oh, that's actually Rogers, that's your employer that owns that yeah. team. Oh, whoopsies. Which, again, doesn't make him a bad guy, no, just maybe a bad just, fit for This isn't his wheelhouse. <laughs> like what yeah. he's doing right now for a living, what he did before was always his wheelhouse, but yeah. Yeah, no, I remember like on one of these fake shows, he was just like, hockey will not work in Vegas. And I was like, what do you mean? Everything entertainment works in Vegas. You go to Vegas, you go to shows, you pay for entertainment. No matter what you like, you can pay for entertainment there. Whether that's golf, whether that's people without their clothes on, whether that's comedy, whether that's people singing, There's like this will be a hit. And he said, no way. People aren't going to go stop their night of partying to go watch hockey. And that was one take, right? But it's just, yeah, yeah. it's not his wheelhouse. And then he pressed the button, and the floor opened up, and you fell into a pit of acid. No, it was good. We uh, actually, I enjoyed the few days there. How was the hotel? They gave you a good per diem. Uh, they at that point they still were, yeah. The subsequent trips, trips to, uh, no. Because you did that a few. Times. It was an old uh, police headquarters that they converted into a building, so it was very unique. Yeah, yeah. You. Uh... Because you did that more than once. You did that for the morning. They used show. to fly me out for the summer for like to cover vacation for a week or two here or there. Yeah. And then they started that with me on the second floor here and they didn't have mm-hmm. to fly me out. Yeah. And then it was like, Will you want to do this for free? I'm like, okay, I see the direction this is all yeah, going. Yeah. Hang yeah. on. You used to fly me out. Now I'm on the second floor and now you want me to do this for what? Yeah. <laughs> Just but the exposure ah. you're going to get here in right. Toronto, Ryan. Yeah. I put my foot in the bear trap when I didn't know who the goat was in Toronto. Oh, I see. It's a very highly touted first-round prospect, Freddie Goche. A caller had said, what do you think about the goat? And I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> they had to explain that Freddie Goche was the goat. Only Maple Leafs fans would create nicknames for prospects that might be fourth-liners if they hit their ceiling. Ah, Toronto. Yeah, one of a kind. So that was a, that was a busy day yesterday. Philadelphia legendary reporter goes into the Hockey Hall of Fame. Philadelphia hockey team hires one of our favorite coaches of all time, and then a rumor tied. I mean, will, will it uh, will it apply to the uh, Philadelphia Flyers? Johnny Gaudreau. Uh, oh, Gaudreau news and kind of all of it. None of it really. Uh, I mean, I do I do think that Al Morganti is going to the Hall of Fame. That that is true. That happened. Yeah. I think Tortorella is going to coach the Flyers. I can't speak to the Goudreau Philadelphia slash Calgary contract status. Not in a position to do it. Boy, that sounds like an opening offer, not really where they'd finish when you look at the numbers, doesn't it? I feel like there was maybe that now eight years, 9.5 million. Eight years makes sense. Nine, five seems a little light. If there was a phone call between the two sides, is that a number that would have gone one way? I wouldn't team be coming from player. the agent to the player, yeah, the team. Like, I know that team to player, player to team. There's kind of a give and take, a two way. I feel like it'd be going one way, maybe. Yeah. Not sure. Mm. That's going to get it done. I'd be pretty confident suggesting it wouldn't get it done. Be a hell of a deal, though, right? You'd... Yeah, that would be a hometown deal. It's everything the insiders are saying that you're not going to get. He's he's a top of the market free agent. He's coming off 115 points, and he's watching guys like Panarin and Marner and other people that are very similar to him make way more than nine and a half. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. not the same as those guys, but like, come on, you don't go compare this guy to hometown discounts. Don't go compare him to, you know, the Tampa Bay team ca- uh, tax friendly environment. That's not what this is. We do believe though that they are 
exchanging proposals. They are discussing. There is conversation. There is last uh, Tuesday. Uh, there was an opening foray. From this the sort plane. of thing. What do you? What do you? You know, this thing. I'm I'm moving my hands back and forth. Yeah, what is that? This this thing. Looks like one of those old person workout classes. Playing with underwater. My, my man boobs. Doing this, what I'm doing. <laughs> That's what they used to be. Ooh, ee, ooh, ee. Um, so, yeah, there was a lot going on yesterday. And then now today, hockey on the ice. Stanley Cup. About time. Wow. Yep. The Saturday? We had to wait a half week. I don't even know anymore. I It's one day to the next. It was game day, off day, game day, off day there for so long with the Flames. You got mm-hmm. into that pattern, and then the Flames stopped playing. Uh, and then... My focus shifted a little bit. There was still hockey going on, but now it, f- it just feels like hockey's been gone for a long time. Even that last one, the Rangers, I uh, didn't pay as close attention. I don't know, the weekend and stuff, eh, maybe catch up, uh, watch PVR, whatever. Today's Wednesday, is that what we're saying? Today is Wednesday, so they're going to have game one tonight at the Ball Arena. The Tampa Bay Lightning looking for their third consecutive Stanley Cup championship. And Colorado for the first time since, what, 2001? Mm-hmm. First time in the McKinnon era, to be sure. Yeah. Should be exciting. I don't know that it was, I think a lot of people had it. People, a lot of uh, the prognosticators. Oh, well, I wonder who could have picked this. And then they throw up their their pick from the start of the year. It's not a long shot. Start of the year, a lot of picks. Less so ahead of the playoffs when Tampa was a three seed. And Toronto was favored in round one ever mm-hmm. so slightly and led that series one nothing two one three two in that series. Yeah. They're the third best team in the Atlantic this year. That is one thing I like to remind people that in that opening round series, as you mentioned, it was a leaf lead of one game to nothing, then two games to one, then three games to two. And in game six, the Leafs actually led three two. In the third period. Yeah. Then a Kucherov power play goal and then point in overtime. They were one shot away, again, from advancing and Tampa Bay being done. But instead, they find a way. They get the overtime goal. They win game seven. And there was some really bad officiating in there, too, with the interference call that we never see called. And we've seen like three or four more instances of it since in the playoffs. But yeah, I I picked Tampa, Dean. (laughs) Sure. I think I was the outsider here, wasn't I? Sorry, Leafs. See, well, that's why you weren't ever going to get that Toronto job. No, you know what? I, I was hopeful they could have a good year this year. I think it, the narrative's a little tired. People, oh, they just can't win with those guys. No, you can. They just keep running into buzzsaws, and they've had a couple flops. Now, for me, in, in terms of the lightning, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm far more impressed by what they're doing this year than maybe in years past. Mm-hmm. Just because we... 22, what was the bubble? What, you weren't traveling. You were, I, I get it was hard. They didn't have stamp coach. Remember he had the, like, the one shift and that was about it? Played one shift, game three against Dallas. We well, five, sorry, five shifts, played two minutes and 17 seconds, I believe is what it ended up. 247, five shifts, did score a goal, but he had core, had core surgery and it looked like he was going to be ready to go and then COVID and then he had a setback and then he's not going to play at all and then got in for those five shifts, and then sat for the rest of that game and didn't play again. Mm-hmm. That was the first in the bubble. No fans, awkwardly celebrating in the corner with huge tarps. Yeah. So it was, I, I don't know. Disco balls and lights. Were they good? Yes. Damn, hell yeah. Did they beat a team that felt like maybe they shouldn't have been there? Yes, they did. Kind of. That was Dallas. Then last year, it's still kind of, we're still kind of bubbled they, they were living pretty normal, but they were normal. the North Division was not living normal. Yeah, You had, what, 3,500 fans for some playoff games in Montreal when they finally started allowing fans in there? Like, it was... Yeah, there was tarps. Like in, still tarps. COVID was a long time ago in Florida. The rest of the world, <laughs> apparently true. not. Yeah, but in Florida, true. ages ago. That was like a weekend. Like, oh, that was a bad weekend. Remember but, that COVID weekend? Yeah. They were playing... It was normal life for Tampa. We're still wearing masks in our building. I mean, some of us are, yeah. Yeah. Um... <laughs> But to to do it now for the third year in a row, to not have been the juggernaut, like you said, third seed, you had to beat two higher seeds all like the whole way, and the way that they've gone about it, they swept Florida, came back from those deficits against Toronto, had to be very good against the Rangers, ran into a, a hot goaltender. And dug now, themselves out of a two-hole. 
And now if you can beat Colorado, unless the abs fall right off the table and have a performance that you wouldn't expect them to have, by, by that I mean a poor performance, I think, the, I think this is going to be a very good final. I'm more impressed by them this time around than, uh, than in the previous two. Well, and they've done it without points, and you could argue that their depth guys are maybe not as like, – they've lost a lot along the way. Remember how important that third line was that everyone told us, like Goodrow – Gord and Coleman. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, they were good. But, like, let's not forget who the core parts are. You can rebuild third lines, and they've proved that. Proven that, right? Yeah, the, yeah, they had to pay a lot to get Hagel. But, like, come on. Credit where it's due. It was always their best players are the reason they won. Now, they did they compliment their best players with really good talent and guys slotted well? Yeah, they did. But, like, you don't need more press clippings for the third line than the first two lines. They were nails. But there's a lot of teams, though, that have very good world-class players. That it was the Tampa Bay Lightning, th- but that don't do what Tampa's doing. Right, you can get to a final, you win a final. Like you look at Washington, world class players won a cup. Really, nothing since in terms of long playoff success. Yeah, you lose some players. I, I don't, I don't discount the fact that they were that they were able to go and reload in terms of finding quality guys. They don't always fit. It doesn't always work to get to three straight finals in a cap system yeah it's crazy is kucherov great yes is stamkos great yes the goal had been all of that but there's some other teams that can boast similar type of names kind of I, I mean i think a lot of teams have players that are that good i just don't know how many teams have like four future hall of famers that's what i would see here maybe five like vasilevsky's going headman's going stamkos is probably going kucherov's probably going and we'll see with Braden point what the rest of his career holds but like who can boast a goaltender, a defenseman, and three forwards that good? I don't know that there is another team. Colorado doesn't have the goalie. Leafs don't have the goalie. A lot of teams don't have the multiple, seemingly perennially nominated Norris contender. Like It's not just that they have talented players. It's that they have a future Hall of Famer at every key position. Winger, center, defenseman, net. I wanted to talk. Try that on for other teams. And I'll plant the seed here on Stamkos, and we'll talk about it later in the show. Does he get enough credit because of that surrounding talent? The, uh, and because he's now got a chance to lift his third cup. Jonathan Taves lifted three and was regarded as one of the best leaders mm-hmm. of that, of his, of his whatever age group, that era, right? That group of kids that came in that he was that nails leader kind of a guy. So where does Stamkos fall in? He's not leading them in scoring, but neither did, neither did Taves. He had Kane and others. He's the captain. Scored two goals in the clinching game against the Rangers the other night. He's missed a lot of time with some really tough injuries. You think about the Olympics he's missed. You think about that bubble run. I, I think that his on-ice talents probably haven't been given enough credit because of the injuries and because of who's been he's been surrounded by in the last five years. But I think what we're, the the story has to be now is what an incredible leader he is because that's clearly the guy that sets the tone for this group that refuses to die. Because they were, and I guess what made me think of it was after that game six, he scored two goals in the in the way that they did. But I think it was Vasilevsky who talked about just how great a captain. Steven Stamkos is. This guy's a great captain. And other guys have talked about him. And I don't, is it because it's Tampa and we're here? Is it, we, I think we play, pay close attention to hockey. We, we watch. We, we criticize others for not knowing what's going on in far-reaching places in the league from where they live. Is Steven Stamkos not getting the love he should as the captain and the leader of one of the most successful teams we've seen in the last decade or more we'll talk about it later dave dickinson coming up he has his team uh, off to hamilton this week the they, hammer they practiced indoors yesterday that's rare huh they finally built that calgary next that's what uh yeah right down by uh by the water they had the, the contaminated tar, land. all that tar yeah. sticky on the on the cleats but they found a way mm. greg Washinsky, long time what yahoo yahoo and is now a senior NHL writer for ESPN covering the dog the at ESPN. Yeah, that's right. Senior. Senior. NHL writer. Yeah. I'm just senior. Period. You're not a senior yet. No. 
Around here I am. You yes, you old are. balls when it comes to this. You're building. the graybeard, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's what we got on the show today. Hey, the Pinner Report when we come back. How about that? Yeah, big win for the Jays yesterday. Nope, minus two and a half. We said don't do that. Oh, is that what we said? Okay. Yeah, yeah. If you like the uh, the over, that would have paid. Unfortunately, I tied the over to a Jays win. That did not pay. When are we gonna? Finally get a chance to play the Trash Birds. Enough with the Yankees and the Red Sox. Let's get Baltimore in here. Yeah, hey, they, they had their chances yeah. last night, and Baltimore made some big plays. This is baseball. The Yankees had a tough go with them here and there. But, yeah, you, you can't lose three or four to the Orioles. You probably the split feels like you lose the series. You got to take three or four, right? Which means they got to win the next two. And they got Barrios and Gosman. You feel better about that than Kikuchi. And some... Uh... We, did we throw it out? Were you here? Tommy John? Potentially. Is it going to be Tommy John? Yeah, there's some uh, UCL damage. Yeah. Uh, what was that? The UEFA Champions League, uh, right. Patrick? Something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. We're teasing a lot. It's all coming up inside the Pinder Report. We'll do it next. Sportsnet 960, the fan. Father's Day coming up. Still a chance for you to maybe become a winner with Trail Appliances. Go to our website, Sportsnet960, or go to whatever it is, sportsnet.ca slash 960. Yeah, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, or, and then there's Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. Why would you listen to the radio when you can just go to our social media? Just go to the social medias. Check it out. On there, you're going to find blurred images of famous dads. <laughs> maybe they're Hollywood dads. Maybe they're sporting dads. Maybe they're musician dads. If you can guess the famous dad, you could win a Traeger pellet grill supplied by Trail Appliances, family owned and operated for 47 years, barbecues in stock, including Traeger pellet grills. Do you think uh, Darth Vader would be a famous father? Does that qualify? Or would well, it be? whose father would he be? Hmm. Father, Famous dads, like guys that were dads, guys that were fathers. Come on. Have yeah, you seen the movie or what? No, I don't know. There's a lot of them. Greg Wyshynski, Hour 3, Dave Dickinson, Hour 2, time for the Pinder Report, brought to you by MotorWorks. Exceeding all expectations, BMW repairs and service in a state-of-the-art facility. They will meet and beat all competitor quotes. 51st Ave, 3rd Street, Southeast. Ryan Pinder. Ryan Pinder. Ryan Pinder. You hear the music? Huh? Huh? I hear it every day. I don't know what you're saying. Is it... Uh... That's the Flames music? Uh, yeah. Johnny Rumors? Uh... No. Okay. Yeah, kill that. It's game day, boys. Stanley Cup finalists here. That's it. There's no details. Colorado no Avalanche. That's how much it deserves. Yeah. Hosting the Tampa Bay Lightning, just in case you're coming out of a coma this morning. And great to see you back. That's the finalists. We've been talking about it since Saturday. Avs have lost just two games this postseason, Dean. What? That's good. Tampa on a quest to become the first modern dynasty in pro sport. They're four wins away from their third consecutive league title. That's uh, back-to-back and then three-peats. But also four losses from being eliminated. Both teams. Back-to-back. To-back. Derek. Back. Thank you. Okay. Uh, three in a row would be rare air. You want to go back to the last three-time winners in each professional sport? I don't know. Do you want to try? I'll start you easy. NHL. Columbus? No, it was the Islanders of the late oh, 70s, okay. early 80s. Yeah. Right. In fact, 80, 84. Four, four in a row. There you go. Uh, that's, that's impressive. Right. And you're into it, which is good. Uh, let's try baseball now. Three in a row, three-time winners. The th- Thrashers? It is uh, the team whose hat you are wearing, the New York Yankees, in 98, 99, 2000. That was the likes of Derek Jeter, Mariano Rivera, Roger Clemens, and some legal banned substances. They love the dog. I could sell the dog if your sister... Mm, that's about. Uh, and then NBA, you want to guess there or no? Grizzlies. It was the Lakers three-peat of 2000, 2001, 2002. That was powered by Shaq and Kobe. And Larry Bird. No. 
really undermining me here. I have the wrong notes. As for the Packers, uh, they were the last team in the NFL. I know we were talking about the Packers because Patrick... What the hell's going on out here? Patty's, Patty Dumas' favorite team is the Packers. How do you remember the, uh, the three-peat of the mid-60s, Patty? Oh, it was like it was yesterday, buddy. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they are. Yeah, so right. Tampa could join those three franchises. Thank you, Dean. Now, Enter now North really, American sporting lore. Really resonates now more than yeah. it did prior to that. They've won 11 series in a row. Huh? It's a double rainbow all the way. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. It would be a triple lightning bolt. That would be even more impressive than a double rainbow. Uh, bolts have the pedigree, but the abs, Dean, they have the odds maker's eyes. Heavy favorites in this final series of the postseason, near minus 190 at one spot. Uh, numerous spots, some spots. Right. They're heavy favorites, the Avs, even though they're up against potentially a triple lightning bolt. Huh? What a game. Six o'clock. We'll sell you your couch, okay, but you'll yeah. be standing the whole time. No, yeah. Okay. Uh, CBC Sportsnet West yeah. and uh, right here. Oh, here? On the impeccably well-run Sportsnet 960, the fan, the well-oiled machine. We will have it. It's a big game right here. Where else are you going to listen to sports on the radio? You moron. This is the place. Jose Barrios getting the start for the Avalanche. Stop it! We'll Bruce get there. Zimmerman going for the And light. Dean, yeah, I know you're tired left. and grumpy today. What? But we are going to have to do our picks today. Because the series will start tonight. Sure. So that's a reminder for you to write down picks on your paper. P-I-X. Got it. Picks. Send your picks. Not nose, not dick. Just <laughs> we have to make our series selections. Ear picks. Nothing with guitars. Dick. <laughs> it was dick. I think Steinberg talked about that on air one day. Interesting. Yeah. You can find that in the archives. Uh, all right. Well, you don't seem too excited about it, but the Stanley Cup Finals here tonight from Denver. I'm saving up my in, for tonight because, like you said, I'm going to be standing. Well, you told me I'm going to be standing all night and can't be sitting down and right. edge of seats and stuff. So, well, I'm if that doesn't get you excited, there's only one more thing on earth that potentially could. Boys, it may be happening in Philly, where the Flyers have offered John Tortorella their head coaching job. We play like crap in a few games and walk yeah. away with a two-goal win. We got shit for luck right now. That's ridiculous. You guys be safe. Balls as big as the building, doesn't he? He's got some balls. He's got balls. He has some balls. He's got balls. That's what it is. <laughs> Welcome That's back, what John. It is. Welcome Jennifer? back. Yes. Yeah. Please take note. Here's the thing. He has been offered the job. He's not been hired as the head coach. Don't ruin this for us, John. Don't do it. Now, just say yes. Are you going to get greedy here? Do you want him in a different market? Do you no. want him closer to Calgary? Do you want him in Winnipeg? Or do you need him in Philly with the ravenous fan base, the Chuck Fletcher chaos, gritty... No, Philadelphia. Philly, yes. yeah, that's where we want. Okay, good. Yes. <laughs> yeah, gritty in there. <laughs> yeah. There's a clip of him on the panel uh -huh. at ESPN or wherever they were before NBC. Yeah. And it's gritty throwing cakes at like people dressed as fans of the other team, like full, yeah. massive grocery store cakes and just pasting them. Yeah. And a bunch of them. And then they're like, hey, John, don't you like this? Yeah, yeah. Just hates it. Hates it. Hates it. You hate Trevor Zegers goals. You hate gritty. He does have that gene. Oh, this is this is serious. This can't to be him fun. For sure, yeah. You call it entertainment. This is my livelihood. This is a job. We can't be fooling around out there. It's gonna be beautiful. Please take this job, John. Come on, John. On behalf of all people that work in sports media and NHL fans of all 32 franchises, please take this job. Please. Pretty please. Dink, can you say please? Please. Thank you. Yeah, there we are. Uh, speaking of coaching news, the Vegas Golden Knights are on to their 23rd coach, excuse me, as uh, they bring in uh, Bruce Cassidy. Not uh, long since his termination at his own home by the Boston Bruins. 
You know what you can do with that house? You can rent it out or you can sell it because you're moving to Vegas. Let's go. Come on in. You got Stone. You got Nykel. You got a Petrangelo. You got a Theodore. So they've been in the league for five years and are going on to their third coach. I mean, there's a few franchises that have done that, but most of them usually picking very high in the draft. And then what trading away Nug- those. Ryan Nugent Hopkins yeah. has had like nine coaches. Yeah, this is different. They missed the playoffs once, and they're on their third coach in, what, year five? Holy. All right. Good luck, Bruce. That's a, um, that's a You know what? That's a high-pressure spot. He's been really good. I think he kind of got a raw deal with Boston. I think he'll be fine there. And if it's, oh, he his voice gets tired after four years, cool. You'll have a good team for four years. There's lots of talent. His team's always structurally very good. I think it'll work. It is curious what happened in Boston. That's a 51-win team. Coaches don't generally get gunned after 51 wins. No. And, like, every single year they made the playoffs and were competitive. Like, who did they lose to? A division-winning side. And they've got Sorry. one of the best in lines. Game seven. In, and one of the best lines in hockey. But beyond that top line, I don't know that there's a... Norris Trophy winner in that mix in the back end. I'm not sure about McAvoy's all right. Like him, Lindholm right. fits nicely, but yeah, it's not. It's not like well, geez, they should have hung another banner there. Like well, no, they went to two finals. They were very good for a long time. All of the years he was there, they were rock solid. They'll be in Vegas. Okay, we got to keep moving here. All right, uh, American Hockey League affiliate of the Calgary Flames is Stockton Heat. Oh, Stockton! Game six in Chicago. Ah, the city that never sleeps. Right. Right? That's it. That's the one? Because the the bars are open late on Rush Street. Rush Street. Crazy. That's the one. Uh, Let's have a listen. Something happened. Two little words. The backboards. Smallman kept away. They don't in front. Lania shoots. He scores! You're locked on Boomer in the morning. Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Lania have for the Wolves in limited time. That was weird why that recorded over that. I don't know why the uh, we'd be running ads for our show hey, on the Dumas, Wolves broadcast. Hey, Dumas, could you let the uh, practicum kid run the board, please? Done. <laughs> well, fine then. I'll, I'll leave. I'm going home. Uh, oh, I appreciate come it. Come on. No, I'm getting God. out of here. Oh, no. Right. No, don't go. No. See, he's just grumpy. No. Don't, don't. See, no. I'll steer the ship, boys. I'll Dumas, steer the ship. come on. There's GVP. Look what you did, Dean. Look what you did. It was Richard Panic. I get the dang thing sent to me with five to go. I'm freaking out here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the Wolves win three nothing, one into an empty net. It was one nothing <laughs> through 40 minutes. A late goal in the second from Dick Panic, the winner. Richard, hot prospect. Richard Panic. Nope, not that. So the season's over. Good run. Incredible year for the maybe the best affiliate year since when they won the. Called St. John. Back in St. John, yeah. And now pack your bleep and uh, head north. I don't know, get, south, east, west, the, wherever you're no, from. Get the skate sharpener, get the uh, well, all that. Yeah, get the, the jerseys. That's it. They still don't know who's going to run that team or where they're going to play, though. So there's some I's to dot and Just T's to cross. Rent the U-Haul, pack her up. Yeah, you we'll have to move the out. gear. They'll move the gear. That's a good point. Okay, we'll keep moving. Memorial Cup. Good people. Uh, nearly a full field. We know the host, St. John Sea Dogs. Uh, Schwinnigan. Living on your own definitely has its perks. Schwing. You know, because your mom doesn't tell you to turn down the stereo and junk like that, you know, which is a real drag. Schwing. Schwing. Schwinnigan. People won't know this, That's but right. just inside baseball, part of doing what, this is me trying to win back Dumas mm-hmm. at this point. Hey, Patrick, could you uh, get a Wayne's World swing for me? Sha-wing. <laughs> oh, really? Why? Uh, it's for the Memorial Cup. Huh? Okay, we'll figure it out. Uh, there's something in the water in Edmonton, Dean. The Oil Kings are off for the, as the WHL champions. And the OHL has a Game 7 tonight. Windsor in Hamilton. Winner goes to the tournament. Do we have a Hamilton Insider? I'd love to have someone on the scene. What's going on? We need... Eyes on this thing. Last member of the Memorial Cup field to be crowned tonight. That won't be boring. Major League Baseball, let's go there. J's and O's from the Rogers Center. This game two. was just a horse game, you know, all the way around us. Hmm. This is game two of four. Is that what it was? Uh, you say Kikuchi, I say horse shirt. <laughs> They're not sharp. 
Allowed five hits and four walks. So is he any good? Just four plus. And he's going to do this all year. He's a five. This is what fives do. They flash stuff, and then they're not great. You got all these pitches. Let's work on two of them. Uh, you know what? Let's maybe, know. Do you have one pitch? Let's get one going. Uh, and then, then the one, they seem to know what's coming, and it ends in the seats. Uh, have a listen. Deal one. In the air, straightaway center. Tapia racing wow. back. Still going back, getting to the wall. Leaps up, and it's gone. Straightaway center field. Austin Hayes with his eighth of the year. Now, the good news is, though, two home runs, but only four walks. Yeah, I did say the five hits and the four walks in four innings plus. Now 6-3. Let's go to the bottom of the sixth where it's the first home game for Gabby Moreno. The 0-2. Swing and a ground ball to the right side. A base hit. There's the first run driven in for Gabby Moreno. Blue Jays wanted to get it in. They needed to get it in, and they got it in with Moreno. When you need to, and you gotta, and get you it, do gotta, get it get in. It, get it, get it, gotta, get it. It's a good spot to be. Got it. Now to the eighth. More from Gabo. The one-one. Swing it a ground ball through the hole. A base hit into left field. A three-hit night for Moreno. He drives in Espinal, and we've got a one-run game. That's as close as they'd get, and that's how it finished. Want to hear anything post-game, or should we just keep moving? It's probably time to keep moving. Moreno, three for four, two RBI, threw out one base runner. Going to be a good one, Dino. He is. Jays are now 14 and five in their last 19 games. Jose, uh, no, excuse me. Uh, pra- Pavel Francos yeah. against uh, Andre Vasilevsky, your pitching matchup tonight, Dean, on your notes. Cy Young winner there, Vasilevsky. Yeah. A 5.52 ERA for Vasilevsky Ooh. tonight. Five o'clock sports net one for that. NBA, we got a game six tomorrow in Boston. They're on the ropes looking to stave. You like a good stave? Love it. Or are you done with staving? You're nope, stave. To... Let's go. Okay, not sure. And uh, finally, soccer tonight. Cavalry FC. You'll see all your favorite soccer stars like Ariaga, Ariaga 2, Bariaga, Aruglia, and Pisozza. Pisozza. They can move to the top spot in the CPL with a win over Valor in Winnipeg, six o'clock on one soccer. Top of the table, Tommy, if they win. Love it. And baseball. The dogs in Regina last night. Yeah, I can't get that one. Well, sometimes you got to shoot your dog. That's all. Oh, is that teams. where that... See, there was, they want the dog, keep the dog. Yeah, and then you got to shoot your dog because the little dog lost. Oh, uh, I six, see. six o'clock, they're back at it tonight. <laughs> there it is. They lost a 4-3. Give up a four spot in the fourth inning. Oh. Back at it tonight, though. Don't worry, Dean. That's your pitch report. Brought to you by MotorWorks. Exceeding all expectations. BMW repairs and service in a state-of-the-art facility. They'll meet and beat all competitor quotes. 51st Ave, 3rd Street, Southeast. We'll take a breath. You should, too. Uh. Top up your coffee. Coffee? And get ready. Because Dave Dickinson is next. Sportsnet 960, The Fan.